Welcome to another episode of the Bad Bitches Losing Weight Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Rhonda, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. I don't know, I feel like I sound sexier. Do I sound sexier today? I feel as though I do. It's, I just, we just got back from a mini vacation, and I'm really sleepy, but I'm also simultaneously jacked up from Starbucks coffee. We got Starbucks coffee for our home coffee maker, and I think I, I think I drank too much. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to live dangerously. I'm excited to be here with you today. Um, as the podcast grows, we're going to have a couple of things changing. As I mentioned a couple episodes back, everything is all about Melissa Rhonda now. It is no longer the honest way, so that's a big change. So you can find everything about all things Melissa motherfucking Rhonda at MelissaRonda.com. Don't worry how you spell Rhonda. You'll figure it out. Either way, it's going to take you to my website, believe it or not. So the other thing I wanted to share with you is that every Friday I am giving away a prize to someone woman that leaves a lovely five-star review and comments for me and I'll be sending out gifts every Friday. So that's been really, really fun to do that. So I'll do that this coming Friday again. So take some time today to rate and review the podcast and then maybe I will be reading your review live here on the podcast on Friday and then I'll send you a little gift from yours truly. Another change is I decided that I wanted, now listen, as much as I love to hear my own jaws flapping, and you do too. <laughs> Let's be honest, you do. That's why you download this podcast. But I have I've been called to bring on some guests for you. There are so many bad bitches out there and they have been through some shit and likely it's been something similar to something that you've been through, right? And I think there's such a great power through connection, through story. And I wanted to bring on some bad bitches that I know and love and maybe some bad bitches that I don't know yet, but I soon will. And I want to have them share something that they've been through that's brought them to becoming the bad bitch that they are and just some sort of words of wisdom. And naturally, the first guest that I thought of was Sarah motherfucking Dan. I love Sarah Dan. Sarah Dan is a business mentor for unstoppable female entrepreneurs, and she has made it her life's work to help women make money really fucking easily. Sarah has a way of extracting all the bullshit out of the stories that we tell ourselves and really just leaving us with the, so what? So what? We really can get so much done when we remove the drama, we remove the stories we tell ourselves, and we just look at factually what needs to happen, and she's the fucking queen of this. She is also really great with boundaries, which is another reason I wanted to bring her on here with you today. So Sarah's going to share a little bit with us about some of the struggles that she's had and how she's transitioned into being a bad bitch, and there's also going to be some lessons in there with regards to getting shit done and creating healthy boundaries unapologetically and I know you're gonna love her as much as I do too so let's get into it I hope my go be a poet that she bad his fight and she know it he stay we just get a little closer blowing tree and sipping some mimosas yeah and I hope she mad chill that she's smart as fucking always keep it real 
that her whole life she done been a steal with some piece of love that this world needs to heal. Yeah, and it's a note to her bitch face Cause this girl doesn't really fuck with shame Cause she too busy winning this game By a landslide, and I can't lie She the type, the type to die living Cause she know, she know that it's more than just existing And the Davis type chick with the hair out All the fuck boys in the back getting scared now But I'm just mesmerized by the starlight in her eyes And I wonder if we can find a ray or two to occupy together and king who be reigning forever, but that's just for another day. Right now, I just love the way she moves. Someone might have to resuscitate me, cause I'm full by how she operates. Goddamn, she make it mighty hard to concentrate. I don't know, that's gonna be a poet. That she bad as fuck, and she know it. Can you stay? We just get a little closer. Blowing tree and sipping some of my souls, yeah. I was really inspired by Sarah. Sarah is a business coach and I love how empowered you are. I hate that friggin' word. I hate it. But you are very unapologetic and you have the healthiest boundaries that I've ever seen and you just literally don't give a fuck about it. And I said, to, I said, Sarah, I please, please, please come and talk to my people because you are the boundary queen. And I think that um, they're all working on that. I know that they're all working on that. So, so anyways, that's my weird intro. I'm so glad that <laughs> I have you here. It's a very casual podcast. <laughs> no, thank you. I appreciate all of that. And I think it's, it's honestly almost comical hearing you say that, like being unapologetic and all of those kind of things, because it wasn't like that for so freaking long. And you know, when you make a big transition, like, you know, every day changes a little bit and then all of a sudden you're so far from where you once were. Right. And so I just think it's, it's, again, it's funny and interesting to hear you say that because it's something that took really serious work versus something that came naturally to me. You know, that's exactly what I thought we would talk about today. So, um, the, as the wise coach, Sarah says, you want to talk to people about going from Island A to Island B, right? And I compare starting a business, running a business. It's, it's exactly like a weight loss journey and you're, you're at Island A and you want to get to Island B. But what you realize is that the fun part is the journey in between there. But I thought it would be fun to hear more about you because I really don't know that side of you. Like, how did you go from Island A to your former life to being motherfucking Sarah Dan. That's what I want to know. Well, and it, you know, it's, you're so right. It's so funny. Like all of so many things parallel, I feel between having a business and losing weight. And I will be the first human being to admit that I do not have the weight loss thing down yet, but it's so funny. Cause so often I'm like saying things about business. I'm like, Sarah, just apply that to weight loss. Like it's the same freaking thing. And so it's just interesting the the journey for both of those things. Um, in terms of my business, I feel like the thing that I have to pinpoint so much of this on is going through a really painful breakup, to be honest with you. Like late 2016, it felt like my world kind of fell apart and it felt like at that time in my business, I was ready and willing to do anything, to let anybody talk to me in any which way. I felt as though I had to do anything for the sale. Um, I went through this breakup. 
And it was just this feeling for me of, again, it was a really painful breakup and I didn't understand at the time why it was happening and why my world was falling apart. And I felt like I was such a victim around everything that was happening. And then, you know, a few months into it, lots of pain of pain and lots of tears later, I kind of just came around to the fact that like, okay, this is happening for me. And more than that, I want so many things in this world and in this life. And I was allowing myself to be so okay with having less than that in this relationship. And it was just this like come to Jesus moment where I was like, I'm going to figure out what the hell I want. And I'm, I'm done settling for anything less and recognizing that how people treat me. A lot of us tend to play the victims in that situation, right? Like you're, you're not being good to me. You're not, you know, you're overstepping my boundaries, all of these kind of things, but we take it, take it, take it. And ultimately we control how people treat us. We control what goes down in our own lives. And so applying that to my relationship, but more importantly at the time and and now really to business, right? It was this really big change that I was like, I'm done letting anything happen to me or, you know, being, I'm done being treated in any way that's not okay and cool with me. Yeah. You know, I know we, we have our own language for this. Um, and I, th- I think yours is like, you had this fuck this shit moment. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, mine was like, I was mine. I describe as like, I was breaking up with myself. I was like, she's fucking, I'm done with her. Yeah. So what do you think? I feel like so many of the women that I speak with on a daily basis are kind of like waiting for their fuck this shit moment. And I'm wondering why you think you had that specific moment in the way you did. And if you have any advice for women to really help them make that fucking transition, because I think we could all agree, right? Like the first step is the hardest thing, but once you get some momentum, it's like, there's no stopping you. Totally. I feel like, well, number one, action is going to be the cure to everything, right? You can sit around and think about, I'm going to start going to the gym on Monday, or I'm going to start taking this action in my business. And you can think it to death, think it to death, think it to death, but nothing's going to fucking happen until you actually act on it. And for me, that's, that's the power of deciding, right? Like it's that firm line in the sand that I'm done being that person. I'm done accepting things that the way, the way that they are. And when you make a decision, that's when you're going to take the actions accordingly. So that's when, you know, Tuesday morning, you don't want to go to the gym, but you said you were going to, that's where you're like, no, I fucking decided that things got to be different now. I decided, I decided, I decided, and that's it. And, and you know, you can't wait for that moment to hit you. I feel like so many people, when I speak to my clients or when I speak to people in my audience, right, they're waiting for this fucking eureka moment where a light bulb, a lightning bolt comes and hits them to feel like, oh my God, I've got it. And it doesn't work like that. You need to take the action to figure out what works for you. And it's, just, it's the same thing with everything in life. See, you guys, I told you, like Sarah is my fucking spirit animal. <laughs> because I feel like exactly the same way. There is no... I don't know. There isn't a sign. I, I, and I think that people do that because of overwhelm, 
probably, right? And they they just get stuck, kind of like a deer in the headlights. But there's nothing more, I don't know, that feels ballsier than just literally tipping it in the right direction and just fucking doing the thing. And then I think you look back and you go, damn, I just made this so much harder, you know, by all that time that I waited, you know, and you've always told me, you know, that action creates clarity. Totally. And, you know, I think one of the things that I'm most upset with about my life, if you will, and I don't really feel like I regret anything, but like, because everything happens the way it's supposed to. But I also feel like I have so much resentment around the fact that like, nobody taught me early on that like, I have so much more control over my thoughts and my feelings and my emotions and the outcomes of things than I give myself credit for. Right. So like, the whole, okay, like I'm waiting for a sign or something like that. Like, no, nobody else is in charge. You're not waiting for a fucking ladybug to land on your window to like, for you to know that it's time to make a change. Like I always say this, but like when it comes to business, if someone's talking to me about business, I'm like, we're not sitting here wishing for somebody to come back from the dead. We're not sitting here wanting something that's like impossible. What you want is to create a business and creating a business requires solving problems for people and showing up and showing them that you can solve their problems. If you want that, it's a very straight line between what you want, between where you are now, between what you want. So fucking do it and take the actions, right? And it's the same exact thing with weight loss. Like you're not hoping it like weight loss as difficult as it is emotionally. It's still very scientific. Like there's a science to it. If you just do the things, you will get the result that you want. Again, this is something that I should be preaching to myself more often. I will fully admit that, but like, we don't need a sign. We don't need a, like decide that you want that thing and decide that you're going to take the actions to make it happen. Yeah. And I think, I I don't know. I don't think you have to be like carrying all of the balls in the air. Like you were mentioning, well, I, I haven't done that, you know, but like you're taking ownership of that. And I think that's truly the biggest piece of it because you're not sitting in the victim space saying, well, I would do this, but I'm running a business or I, I could do this if, if I had more help or, or coming up with excuses, you're taking total fucking ownership for your life. And I, I really admire that. I totally own it and thank you for that. But it's funny with me, right? With weight loss and hopefully this helps somebody. I have recognized that like, I have my moments where I'm like, okay, like I've gained a lot of weight since starting my business and I would ideally like it, you know, if I could wave a magic wand, of course, whatever, I'd be a size two. That's a whole other conversation. But like, I, I, there's a piece of me that like obviously wants to lose weight, but I also recognize within myself that I don't want it bad enough because otherwise I would have done it by now. Like my business is my priority. My business is my number one thing that needs to get taken care of. Making money is so much more important to me and like making an impact and changing the world and getting in front of more people. That is so much more important to me right now than losing weight. And so it's like just like a thing with me where I'm like, I recognize that the reason it hasn't happened yet is because I don't actually want it that badly. Because if I wanted it that badly, I'd be eating the way that I know how to eat. I'd be working out the way that I know how to work out. And that's it. Like I own that piece of it and it's nobody else his fault. It really is so simple when you, when you really think about it. (laughs) It really is. So I want to talk a little bit more about boundaries. I would love to hear from you some of your favorite strategies or tactics, or just some words of wisdom about, I, I think that so many women will attempt boundaries, but they don't hold the boundaries. And then there's a lot of resentment attached to that. So they just sort of expect that people should, should respect their boundaries. 
Well, again, this comes back down to, for me, that other people in life will treat you the way that you allow. Like that's the bottom line. So I recognize then that it's up to me to set the tone for how my relationships go. And again, if I'm getting less than what I want, it's my, it's on me to make a change around that. Right. I feel as though a lot of people walk around resentful towards other people, whether it's your husband or your mother-in-law or your kids, whatever it is, but we're, you know, we're giving an inch, we're letting them take a mile. And then again, we're acting as though we're victims, right? And so I had to have this moment, especially, you know, in building a business and making money, I had to recognize that my energy and my time are my two most important assets. They are my most valuable assets in the entire world. I can't have more time and the energy with which I run my business makes or breaks me, right? And so those are two things that I need to protect fiercely. And when I recognize that in a way that like, oh, I'm going to make more money if I stop putting up with bullshit, that was a very big motivator for me to be like, okay, line in the sand, that's it. Total. And you could just, this is the thing, you guys, this is what I say this all the freaking time. Every, everywhere you said business, you could put weight loss journey and it's the same fucking thing. Like Mm -hmm. imagine if you just stopped putting up with people's bullshit, how much more time and energy you would reserve for yourself. And did you just see my post? I don't know if you saw the post in the Facebook group. Somebody wrote a really nasty comment on my Facebook. I I did see it. (laughs) That wasn't really nasty on my Facebook yet. That's a little dramatic. She just wrote something rude, whatever. And then she like messaged me and asked me to book, like she's being rude to me, asked me to book a free consultation with her and then got nasty with me. Like when I didn't, like when I didn't want to do that and whatever, it's a situation where, I mean, that stuff doesn't bother me at all. Now it's just kind of laughable to me, but here's the thing. Here's, here's the takeaway here that I, I want everyone to get. If somebody in terms of business, right? without going into my business model and all that kind of stuff, if somebody as a client doesn't respect the way that I run my business and wants to push my boundaries, they are not somebody I want as a client. They're not, I don't want you to give me my money. My number one rule is that like my clients respect me and I always pay attention to like, would I do this? Would I say this? And I, and I've gotten really good at not putting up with anything I wouldn't do myself. And so I think for so many women, especially we want to people please, and we don't want people pissed off at us and all these other things. But like, if somebody is going to get mad at you for you protecting your boundaries and your time and your energy, is that somebody worth actually stressing about? Is that, is that person, does that person even belong in your life? You know, it doesn't have to be that dramatic, but like, to me, again, it's just a situation where my right people respect the way that I do things. They have manners and they are kind. And I don't see why I should put up with anything less than that. I'm okay to say no to the sale. I'm okay to say no to a new follower, whatever it is to protect myself. You know, something that you told me, and I, I just find it a really valuable sentence. It's just, you know, cause sometimes you don't know, right? You don't know, like you want to be a helpful person. I know so many of the women I work with there, you know, they have kids and their, their kids are in things and they want to, they, they, they feel guilty if, if they don't help with something or they, they, there's just like a lot of like resentment sitting there. And so one thing that you taught me amongst many things is that you just, the guide is 
would I fucking do this to somebody? Like, would I talk to somebody this way? And if you wouldn't talk to somebody that way, then that is a good indicator to you that you need to hold a boundary with someone and not allow that person to treat, you know, just like, is that, it sounds so funny, but it is, it's like what we learned in kindergarten, right? You treat people the way that you want to be treated. But, you know, I think that that also goes the other way. Other people should treat us the way that we treat that. Right. And, and you can't change other people. Right. And I respect that. And I'm not, that's, I'm not going to sit there and try to convince somebody to be a polite person with manners and this, that, the other thing, but I do have the right to remove it from my space. And I do have the right to not surround myself by that human being. I think a lot of that too comes with doing it, right? Which leads me back to the whole thing we started talking about in the first place. I think so many women want to have have these boundaries and they they harbor resentment. I know for myself, along my like codependency journey, I was full of a lot of resentment and I didn't um I didn't let people know that I was uncomfortable with the way they were treating me. I just left that inside of me. But the second I I the first time I did it, it was a little bit scary. And then but again, it's like practicing anything. You gain that momentum and then you start to just expect that and 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 get comfortable with it. Um, but you know, I don't know, do you have any words of wisdom for us with regards to, because to try to bring this back to women that aren't in business, I think with relationships on the internet, it's a little bit different, right? Cause you can mm-hmm. just block somebody, <laughs> right? but, but how do you, can you think of a, and I hate to put you on a spot on the spot here, but if you have, um, an experience in real life that, you know, they might find applicable with regards to a time where you, you had to help hold a boundary. How did you do that? And how did that end up working out for you? Can you think of one? Well, can I share, let me share this with you because I think it's relevant. It's not exactly what you asked. But it's yeah, I don't care, dude. <laughs> it's relevant. So again, I was in a relationship for five years. I, the last two years, I was so unhappy and miserable and resentful. And I'm sure this, I'm sure a lot of women here are in maybe relationships that make them a little bit less than like blissful. Right. I think that's safe to say. I was in a relationship where again, I I couldn't have, I couldn't have, I would have never walked away, but at the same time I wanted to. And day after day, week after week, month after month, I became so resentful about so many different things. And so many things were being swept under the carpet. And to the point where I didn't get dressed, I didn't do my hair and makeup. I was such a, I was full of resentment. Like there was nothing else to me. Like I felt like if you touched me, I would have cracked. I was just, I was not okay at that point. And I remember having a a conversation after we broke up with one of my coaches and she said to me, long story short, I was kind of explaining how the breakup went down. I was like, you know, how do I not treat this whole thing? Like I'm a victim when I feel like I was victimized with the way that this happened. And she was like, well, how did you play? How did you playing the victim get you to the point in the, get you to this point in your life or, or this relationship? And I was so annoyed at that moment, her asking me that because I couldn't even like 
think about the fact that, oh my God, like I did something wrong, but she was absolutely freaking right. I was acting like a victim in my own damn life, help, letting it happen, letting it happen, letting it happen. And then acting like poor me, whereas like, I didn't speak up. I didn't say anything. I didn't demand better. And I feel like I say that like with, with this conversation, because I feel like there are so many women that I speak to specifically in their relationships. Obviously it could come from other places too, but like their romantic relationships. So many of us are unhappy with the way that things are going down. And not only do we not say anything? Do we not speak up? But we allow it to turn us into somebody else, somebody that we don't even recognize anymore. And so like, I just feel so clear, like on my next relationship, like I'm going to run it the way I run my business. Like, this is what I want. This is what I expect. This is what, how I want to see things go down. And if like, I get less than that, it's going to be a problem. And obviously not maybe saying it exactly like that, but like, that's what I see for myself. And I just feel like I encourage every woman to kind of do the same again, whether it's their relationship with their sister, whatever it is. And another thing that I I want to say about this before I don't, before I forget, but I want to remind everybody, Katrina Ruth, one of my mentors said this to me and it really stuck out, stuck out to me. I feel like so many of us, right. We're on this journey in life, whether it's losing weight or whatever. And we want that thing. We want that Island be so bad that we make ourselves miserable on the journey. And it's not about turning into a different person tomorrow. It's about just dialing it up every single day. Right. So that means for like, again, the women listening, like maybe like, again, putting down those boundaries or saying no, when your friend asks you to babysit your kid for the fifth time this week. Right. Like you don't have to pretend you're going to turn into a different person tomorrow, but at the same time, like what little thing could you act on? Could you do that makes you feel slightly better? And again, dial it up every single day. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of the overwhelm is because women have been taught, like you just do this diet and you do this fitness program and you jump all in. And so they feel so overwhelmed by doing all that where really truly baby steps is, is a great way to do that. And that's really what you're saying here, like baby steps with boundaries too. You don't have to come out balls to the wall, being a total bitch to everybody. Right. Right. <laughs> and I, I think a lot of us try to convince ourselves that like, well, we can be this different person. Like, and, and yeah, it's totally unrealistic for so many of us. And I think it's like exercising five minutes a day is better off than, you know, doing nothing. I do that to myself all the time where I'm like, I'm going to go to spin in the morning and do weights at night. And then I like do nothing. Like we overshoot and don't get anywhere. Just take it easy and bite by bite. Totally. I'm so glad that I got to have you on the podcast here. I have mentioned you and I actually have mentioned Kat before too, um, because she had a great journaling prompt that I shared with the ladies. But um, I just, I feel, you know, yesterday on a coaching call with uh, one of my clients, she said that one of the things she loves about me so much are that I, I really have healthy boundaries. And I took that like of the highest compliment because if you would have seen me a year ago, I mean, it's something that I'm continually working on and I think we know that. Um, but that's, I, it, it just, it, it welled me up with pride because I'm like, that is exactly why I fell in love with Sarah Dan. Because you exhibit the kind of behaviors that we all wish that we could have a little slice of, at least, you know? Well, I appreciate that so much. And I think that the lesson here is that the right people respect it, right? Somebody might turn around and say that they hate the way that I deal with my boundaries and that's fine. They're not for me. Whereas like somebody like you, who is an ideal client respects it and understands it and like appreciates it. And again, we should be surrounding ourselves by people who respect and appreciate the way that we do things. 
Yeah, we're so scared to to scare away people from our lives. And we forget to ask ourselves, is that even somebody I want in my life in the first place? <laughs> totally. Totally. It's so crazy. It's all a work in progress. Well, I'm so glad. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Of course. Thank you for having me. Oh, I loved having Sarah on the podcast. I really like her vibe. You know, she's just, she has a way of telling you how it is and you can just get your fucking shit done, you know? And I love that so much about her. She is no BS. And I'm hoping that she's got you really inspired today as well. I want to hear your thoughts on this podcast episode and about possible future guests in the Bad Bitches Losing Weight Facebook community. So I will put a link in the show notes for you there and join us and then let me know your thoughts, your feelings, all of that stuff. And I will see you all later. Go be a poet That she bad as fuck And she know it He stay We just get a little closer Blowing tree And sipping some mimosas Yeah And I hope she mad chill That she smart as fuck And always keep it real That her whole life She done better still With some piece of love That this world needs to heal Yeah And listen no to her bitch face Cause this girl doesn't really fuck with shame Cause she too busy winning this game By a landslide And I can't lie She the type, the type to die living Cause she know, she know that it's more than just existing And the Davis type chick with the hair out All the fuck boys in the back getting scared now But I'm just mesmerized by the starlight in the rise And I wonder if we can find a ray or two to occupy together Oh lord this must be heaven Queen and king who be reigning forever But that's just for another day Right now I just love the way she moves Someone might have to resuscitate me Cause I'm full by how she operates God damn she make it mighty hard to concentrate I hope that's gonna be a poet That she bad as fuck and she know it He stay we just get a little closer Blowing tree and sipping some of my souls Yeah